Hello and welcome to an impromptu uh, episode of Hello Governor the Podcast. And I want to say impromptu, I mean, we're recording, um, Tom's recording this from his cell phone because his laptop died. Ah, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, once again, this is going to be like a, not, not, I promise like next time we're going to go back to the format, but this time it's more of a freeform discussion because a lot of shit happened and we need to catch up on it. Yeah. Uh, first, first of all, like I said on my Twitter and uh, Facebook, uh, to all who's, to all who listen, uh, wrestling is going to be, uh, going to be a subject we're going to talk about. So, uh, if you're not into wrestling, you can like skip ahead a little bit. Because, uh, you know, um, but anyway, um, first thing, uh, wrestling stuff, uh, a lot of WWE releases this week, surprisingly. Yeah, you and me were talking about this back a while ago, and we even said that WWE should stop releasing some of their talent, and I'm like, it's like, like breaking news, it's like, all the people who got the release are not too shocked, they're let go, but I think the shocking news was that WWE were letting people go. Yeah, it's like because cause there was a rumor like I think a couple of weeks back where they were saying, "Oh, WWE's not going to release anyone." And just I think the day after that story went up, they re- they announced that they were releasing all these people. Yeah, it's like I've well, like I said, it's like it, it's a sad day now that there's no longer going to be tag team matches. Oh, <laughs> it's like, you know what the school's for, player? A tag team match. Ha 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 ha. I love Teddy. I think he was like out of all the authority figures, I would say he's the, he was the only one that was tolerable. I, I think. I think for the modern age, I would say he's probably been the, one of the best authority figures. To be honest, he had a very great rivalry. I would say with um, with um, Eric Bischoff during that era. You know, during this modern oh. era of wrestling. And and I can't, and I can't I remember the the heel turn where he was shooting with the Undertaker and the buckle up Teddy segment. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was intentionally funny, sadly though. It was supposed to be creepy, but it just came Because I think the problem is had they just left it unedited it would have been scary, but then they did all the fucking Photoshop crap in it and it just ended up being unintentionally hilarious. So if you if you if you have like the WWE network or something, look that clip up. It's fucking hilarious. It's funny. Uh or, or better yet, Teddy um having a heart attack in the ring. <laughs> really supposed to be getting married. <laughs> and then we had the long dragon set of Vicky Rara being GM of SmackDown. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird because um, he's been released, and one guy who should have been released ages and ages ago, who I like to call the modern Scotty Too Hotty, is um, JTD. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> did you know that JTG was still employed by the WWE? I did. <laughs> and what's the other one? Um, Yoshi Totsu is his name. Yeah, it's like it's all. I mean, like I think the biggest shocker to me, other than Teddy, was Brodus Clay. Oh, have, have you actually heard what he's doing now? What is he doing? He's going. Uh, he's going off the fight. Um, he joined like this like boat cruise sort of thing. Basically, you know when you get those freedom fighters that go off and basically fight Jap- um, Japanese whaling ships. He's going off and doing that. Well, that's a that's an interesting career choice. <laughs> There's a funny story about that. Um, I just wanted to quickly tell quick. It's a true story. Um, like a, a whaler ship, basically, was hunting whales and dolphins and stuff like that. Were getting attacked by one 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 of those boats, and they had a Japanese um, intercon of it, and they were sending out SOS signals because they were getting bombarded by this one ship, and um, 
when you translate it, it's saying, saying help, help, we're being attacked by Godzilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. The boat, the, boat, the, the boat that was attacking them was called Godzilla. It's like, holy shit, Godzilla's real? Yeah. But yeah, he's going off to doing that. He posted up on his Twitter. And oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to miss his fat ass yeah. dancing around on Raw. And a lot of people so, got you know, furious at um, firing Evan Bourne, though. He hasn't been on TV in two fucking years. Oh, yeah, considering uh, someone said this to me, and I was like, dude, what has he done apart from being the tag team champion, apart from getting done for witness policy twice, like basically he's doing drugs, and getting himself injured twice when he was trying to build himself to come back? His last appearance was on an, on an NXT episode. That should tell you all about that. That should tell you everything that you need to know about him. Well, thing is, basically, if he stopped getting himself fucking injured, and also, I don't know, stay off the drugs, he might. They might have kept him around. Plus, like you know, while he was good in the ring, he was awful on the mic. Yeah. He was horrendous. He had no personality. I think the best match he had was with Chris Jericho at like one pay per view. I don't remember which yeah. pay per view it was, but that was the only good match I can remember him having. The annoying thing was he had a very good. Um, you know what I mean? He had a very very good run when he was a tag team champion with um, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, but that was it. Like yeah, other than that, that yeah. what did he do? Like after that, he just disappeared. And like I said, like well, he has not, he has not been on TV for two fucking years. Like why, yeah. why are you shocked he got fired? I'm surprised that they let him stay on the contract as long as he did. Well, that's what I mean. He, um, that's what I mean. He basically had that tag team title, and the only reason why he lost that belt, he lost it at a house. They lost that those belts at a house show, was mainly because he basically. He fucked up. Basically, he, he got done for marijuana. He failed his witness witness awareness <laughs> thing. That's the reason why. And then after that, then after that, when he was on it, he got injured while he was on 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 his probation. And then yeah, because like WWE's better. like like WWE's very forgiving when it comes to like you know breaking the wellness policy like once or twice. But like if you get injured after that, yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Like there there is no. And I'm shocked, like, a lot of people are upset about, like, Drew and Jinder getting released. Oh, and I'm like, it's just like, why? I That team was horrendous. That, that was garbage. And, like, I kind of felt sorry for McIntyre because he was, he came up and they gave him a program when he wasn't ready and they built him up to be, like, this great guy when he was still green and then look what happened to him. You know, it it, it just... It's it's one of those things, and, and I'm glad that they're done. Cause I'm sorry, like, cause I have if I had to sit through another fucking midget match, I'm I just you know. <laughs> yeah, well, don't blame me. That's what I mean. I was just about to say. Say, um, for anyone who got shocked or surprised, the reason why those guys got fired. Just look at their last few. They were not even in the few. They was they were part of a few between dwarf wrestling. Yeah, it's like, and they put the shit on pay per view. This Twice. was a free show. Yeah, and it's like. Why? Oh, it just reeks of Vince's booking. Cause I, when this happens, I'm like, God damn it, Vince! Someone has to come up to you and say this is a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the times, this most of the time, had that conversation. Guys, say, well, Vince, um, you think this is a bad idea? You think this is a bad idea? You son of a bitch! No, it's not. You're fired. <laughs> I can imagine how the conversation goes most of the time. 
Also, Kurt Hawkins got fired, which I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm surprised they kept him as long. Because a lot of these guys, I'm surprised they kept on as long as they have, to be quite honest. Yeah. This is what I mean. Some wrestlers are not really going to go anywhere, and then some other wrestlers are just like, meh. You know, you... I mean, it's just like, the only person I'm, like, sad to see go is Teddy Long, and probably both cry a little bit, but apart from that... It's not really a bad loss, to be honest. It's just like clearing out, clearing out the clutter. That's the thing. It's sad. It's a bad way to put it, but you know, some some of wrestlers deserve TV time more than these. Some definitely free MB. <laughs> oh yeah, because because uh, you have like because it's kind of weird because you have like the the good stuff with the Usos and the Wyatts and then you get the stupid shit with 3MB and Los Metadoras or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves now and it's like oh you mean Africa what the fuck? yeah what the fuck is this <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. well, well what, whatever happened to their female manager is she still with the company or she got let go and, and yeah Rosa's still around oh she's on XT isn't she I don't know. I don't watch NXT, so I should. So I wouldn't know. Well, I mean, there's a lot of few. There are a few people in NXT could be bring up, like freak sakes. Like, why don't you guys just bring up Tyson Kidd? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel sorry for him because, because, because when you watch, because I watch NXT quite a bit, um, he's good. He, he is good per se, but the only thing is just like. You were really, really... You're only really keeping him around because you want to keep Natalia in the Divas division, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he wasn't married to her, I don't I think they would have released his ass a long time ago. Yeah, that's that's the sad thing about it, and I think... And then again, like, you mentioned Tyson Kidd. I mean, he was another guy who got injured and was put on the shelf for a long time, and they were very tolerant with him until I think yeah. he got engaged with Nat Natalia, and then it's like, oh, shit, now we can make something out of this. So, I mean, they did bring him back for, like, one match in the main event, and then, then, then suddenly they got, he got bumped down to main event, and now he's back on um, NXT, what I mean, like, um, NXT. All you need to do with him, you just need to make him a bit of a... Um, they were mean because they did the heart dime scene. That was very well done, but basically then, then was it? David Hart Smith got basically got given the boot, and they didn't know what the fuck to do with Tyson Kidd. It's like, well, it's not that hard. All you need to do, you need to. Well, no, you remember that angle in like mid twenty ten slash early twenty eleven where he turned heel and got this big ass bodyguard with him. <laughs> I remember that? No, I do not remember that. Yeah, that happened. He got this big-ass bodyguard, and they tried to build him up as a heel, and then it they, just did not work out. They tried to do that with, with most heel characters, I noticed. They, they did it with John Cena. Didn't work out. They did it with Carlito. Didn't work out. Oh, God, I remember. Who was, who was Ezekiel Jackson a bodyguard for? He was, like, some other tag team guy. And oh, then was up I remember bodyguard Ezekiel Jackson was teamed up with Kangle, but that's about it. <laughs> Or was that Mark Jackman? I can't remember, but if I, I don't remember because it's fucking jobbers, man. They just keep coming and going. Well, I mean, it's, some of the jobbers are good, and then some jobbers are just like, "Why are you here?" Sort of thing. <laughs> Which again, I mean, it's just I'm glad that it's it's all. I'm glad that most of these guys are pretty much jobbers, and that that that, that this thing's not going to really affect the company. Because to be quite honest, none of these guys have been doing anything worthwhile and for years. To be quite There's honest, one guy I'm really surprised didn't get thrown out with Zack Ryder, but the only reason why he's keeping around is because he, he I think he's the only one who's 
basically saying want to get some time on television. Basically, he's the only one who's willing enough to go up against uh, Rusev in matches. It's <laughs> like, I'll do the job. I'll do the job. <laughs> because, to be fair, Rusev looks... He reminds me of like an early Ryback when he basically... He looks fucking dangerous when he's in the ring wrestling with people, you know? Yeah, like, I he really could hurt them. That I'm not a big fan of Rusev, and I don't really see him going anywhere in the company. <sighs> yeah. No, I mean, it's just, I, Guy does nothing for me. Rusev does nothing for me, so I don't, I understand why they're pushing him, other than, you know, he's a big guy. Again, you basically just answer the, you basically answer <laughs> your own answer. And I love how, like, one week he's not feuding with Biggie Lanson, and then the next week he is, it's like, come on, make up your goddamn mind, are you guys feuding or not? Yeah, that would mean, the only two wrestlers that seem to be willing enough to wrestle with him, um, apart from random jobbers, is Zack Ryder and Biggie Lanson at the moment. I don't know if that says anything or not, but... He <laughs> reminds me of young Ryback, basically, in the sense that he does look like he can have potential, but you need you need to push him the right way. I mean, the only thing he got going for him is his um, female manager, and that's Lena, I think her name. Lena? Lana? One of those two. But, yeah, that's the only thing going for him at the moment. You know who she won't remind me of, though? Uh, what was her name? Uh, Stacy Keebler from WCW? Um, yeah, a, li- a little bit, yeah. But with the slick back hair and everything, like, a mixture between Stacy Keebler and the um, Russian woman from um, Rocky Four. Oh God! Especially Stone's ex-wife. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Drago, yeah. whatever the fuck she was called in that movie. Yeah, I think I know. I know that might some people say, "Oh, that's a pretty bad insult." I didn't Stone did didn't she break up with Special Stone and end up having sex with Flavor Flavor? I went, yeah. Oh, you talking about Red Sonia, Bridget Nielsen? Oh God! Yeah. Well, that, that, that who was she played by? Yeah, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Oh God, she was. Uh, ooh, she's an awful actress. Ooh, that's what I mean. She reminded me a bit of her, sadly. But I don't know. Um, that would mean that's she's the only thing going for him. Is that basically if she wasn't there being his mouthpiece, I can imagine it'd be a lot worse. But the only reason why I got this Russian character as well is because of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. I guarantee that's the only reason why. Yeah, because they always do this. It's when fucking drama's going on in the rest of the world, they try to capitalize on it and have the foreign heel. And it's like, well, if you're going to do that, have him feud with an American. It'd be make more sense than having him feud with an African. Well, well, look at, um, oh, your favorite wrestler, uh, what was his name? Mahalia Hassan? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, basically he was on Raw, and basically they're like, okay, Raw's a little bit overcrowded. Let's put him on SmackDown and a few in the Undertaker. You, you PN saw it? Nope. Hey, <laughs> it's like the, the... I, I, I don't, I don't blame WWE for that. I think the problem with that was it aired on a very horrible time, and and, and UPN being the dumbasses that they are didn't fucking, you know. <coughs> take that episode off the air when the news broke out. Well, you did have him come out being carried out by a bunch of, um, what was it, a bunch of Saray people wearing Bavaclava, yeah. black suit, desert, combat desert trousers with boots and having barbed wire sort of stuff in combat gear all over them and stuff like that. Being the crap out of The Undertaker, then they had a match at the Great American Bash and Where he was just squashed in like two seconds. Well, the excuse was that he was basically choke slammed to hell when basically he fell. Basically, he basically Undertaker opened up the um, 
bottom of the stage and basically choke slammed him to hell. Or was it no last like ride him to hell? I think it was. And, <laughs> and he was and then, never seen again. <laughs> but they kept his manager around though. Oh, he managed great Kali, and yeah, WWE what? just does this a lot with and foreign Kali. heels. Like it's just, yeah, you know, especially Jinder Mahal when he first started, he was a fucking racist stereotype with the fucking headdress and the gear and the just the horrible thick Indian accent. It's just oh, so like Seth Rollins <laughs> almost, but reverse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And they tried, pu- and it's kind of funny because they tried pushing Jinder alone as this mid card heel, and it kind of worked, but not really because he get, didn't get any reaction. And they're like, "Fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> let's put him. Let's make him a cheesy rip off of Free Steps. <laughs> and, it's, and, it, and you know what bothered me? Like he, they all changed their outfits, and he's still he's like wearing like jeans, and he still wears wearing that fucking turban, like. <laughs> Why? I can imagine someone backstage probably just said to him saying, look, you're going to have to keep the turban. Why? We paid a lot of money for that get made. You're going to fucking wear it. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not missing them. I mean, I know Mick Foley wrote this beautiful eulogy for them on his Facebook, but I'm sorry, Mick, I don't feel the same way. (laughs) No, I mean, it's like Keith Slater, maybe, but, you know... I will give Heath Slater a lot. I, I'll give Heath Slater a lot of credit. He's the only guy who I think in who's ever pulled off being a successful jobber since uh, Virgil. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, the thing with Heath Slater was that, um, like him and Dolph Ziggler, they know how to sell a fucking move. <laughs> you, can, you remember that when they were doing the whole build up to Old School Raw, when they had all the different legends coming out and all of them beat him in a match each week. And oh, he, he yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. He volunteered to do that. That was the whole thing about that. It was so much fun. I remember when he got clothesline with a JBL, and I remember he sold it. <laughs> and I mean, heavily. I think the biggest one that surprised me the most was Sid, because he still looks kind of, you know, in good shape, and he could still go, surprisingly. Yeah, oh, yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> but yeah, again, I'm, I'm glad he got he got to the ring and he didn't bother to try to jump off the turnbuckle, you know, otherwise he might get a broken <laughs> leg again. But, you know... It's all good. Goldberg! <laughs> Red Brown, that shit. Oh, God, that was so bad. If, if you guys don't know what, what we're referencing, just go on YouTube, type in Sid Vicious WCW Car Destroyed. You're going to laugh your ass off so much. And it's, it's funny, like, because Goldberg has his own podcast now, and I'm thinking to myself, so how long before Sid shows up as a guest? Because I yeah. want to hear that shit. I want to hear the story behind his car getting crushed. I want to hear that story. Goldberg, <laughs> where are you, Goldberg? It happened, it happened, like, twice in one week. It happened twice, like, like basically happened on Nitro one night. He got turned, he got flattered, and then the next night, in the following week, he basically just got turned into a cube. Fucking loves it so much. <laughs> oh, God, he, over, he oversold that stuff, but it was fucking funny. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the wrestling talk we got for this week. So, uh, anyone who's still listening, you can come back now. We're, we're done talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you might need to put a disclaimer saying 22 minutes or something like that, whatever time we are on. Yeah, uh, 19, 19 minutes. Yeah, so. just, yeah just a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, in sadder news, we have to discuss this. Um, Casey Kasem has passed away. 
And for those who don't know, Casey Kasem was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, as well as various other Hanna-Barbera cartoons, and uh, he, the host of, what was it, America's Top 40, I think it was? I'm not on sure top of the head, I just know he said... Yeah, 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 I, I think, yeah, America's Top 40, and uh, it, it's, it's really sad, because I think that this kind of hit me real hard, because, you know, growing up, I grew up on Scooby-Doo, and I grew up on Shaggy, and, you know, he was a... He had that iconic voice that, you you know, if you listen to him, and you're like, oh, you know, that, that's Casey Kasem, and, you know, he... He was a very talented and nice man, and, you know, it's just, it, it's sad, and... No, I, mean, I think it... I, I think that it kind of bugged me the most because it it comes after him having a horrible time like the last couple of years with his with his new wife and kids and her being such a bitch and not wanting his kids to see, you know his kids to see to to have contact with their father it's just it was awful and I don't think that anyone should go through that in the last few years of their lives I think that's yeah. uh, real horrible. Yeah, and also, like, you said he retired from voice acting as well, but he basically came back and did reprise, well, not reprise the role, but basically they got him to do Shaggy's father in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, wasn't it? Yeah, that was his last role, because yeah. unfortunately after that he got sick, and uh, he lost his voice, so, you know, it uh, was, uh, I think, the perfect last role to go on. Because yeah. it just goes to show how much he gave a shit about the franchise. And, and he was like the voice of Shaggy from like the 1970s to I think 2001 when he yeah. like officially stopped doing it. And, yeah, it's uh, like he basically passed the torch on. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of weird because I think to me like these kind of deaths hit me real hard because, you know, I grew up with, with most of these people and like with, you know, James Avery, you know, Uncle Phil, that kind of hit me real hard because I think when you grow up and you, you, you know an actor and you're familiar with their work and you know them by heart and then you wake up one day and you're like, oh, they passed away. It just, it just really hits you real hard and it's just... Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's it, it's it's really sad, and I just, I, you know, I I love animation and I love voice actors. And Casey was one of my favorites, and there will never be another Casey Kasem. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, so, he, he did a good job. So yeah, zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> zoinks. Mm. So yeah, and uh, I think that's it. I don't think that there's anything else that happened that we we want to talk about, unless, um, unless you know something you want to talk about. The only thing did we talk about? Yeah, we did. We we, we talked about Sonic Boom in the last one, didn't we? Because they um, re they released the new trailer for the TV show. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer? It's it's funny. From what I saw in the new trailer. It's oh what what the like is it is it like the because the game because I saw the game trailer and the game trailer was much more a little bit more serious than the than the TV show. It looks so, like, is it? okay. Mental this image. There's an image where Sonic's annoying Amy and Amy's Amy's juggling trying to get in, getting his attention. <laughs> she I don't know why she's juggling. It's like it's actually like a little clip and just see her juggling 
have a very awkward face sort of thing, and Sonic just laying there, not giving a shit. There's another bit where Knuckles basically going through a list, and he's basically ticking stuff away. So, well, I can always have a sidekick, Sonic. You can be my sidekick, and, and Sonic's just like, no, Knuckles, just no. <laughs> it's just like Sonic. They made Sonic some arsehole, which I thought was quite funny, and it's just like yeah, show a little him caring about Terrells as well, and they're two having fun, and then uh, and picture this as well, Robotnik's on one of those gear flying things as well from Sonic Riders. Not the little bike thing, but actually standing on one of those things. <laughs> There's a bit of a... It looks funny. That's what I mean. It looks funny. It sounds funny. Um, they didn't show anything of Sticks, though, the new the new character in the trailer, though. Well, I think because, uh, you know, the animation is still unfinished for her. Yeah. Cause, was... Because the stuff they showed was just, like, rough drafts yeah. and the voice actors uh, yeah. recording her lines. If this... Be honest. I think if this picks up well, I think it's going to turn into another Transformers Prime slash um, Teenage Mutant Ninja slash My Little Pony type of thing. It's going to turn into something like that because there's a big toy line they're pushing behind this as well, and video game franchise as well. Well, so. of course. I mean, it's. I'm actually kind of happy we're getting <laughs> another Sonic cartoon because I'm sorry. I know Sonic X has has its fans, but. I never cared for that. I didn't. Never cared for that. And, never. And Cosmo's death was overrated. Ugh. I just I fucking hate that. Cosmo. <laughs> I wasn't big fan of Cosmo. But, um, yeah, it looks funny. It sounds good. Uh, the voice acting came off well as well from, from the people we did here and everything like that. Um, I'm really curious to see how they're going to take this show and what direction it is. I, I know I interviewed Mike Pollock um, as well, and he said... It's a very verbally comedic type of show. That's that's the way he phrased it to me. And he said there's some visual com- comedy as well. So, because like, because like, listen <coughs> from what I, from what I've seen, I think it's going back to that old so- Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog style of humor. It's going to be a mixture of that and Saturday M. Basically, they're taking the elements of what made those two shows good. And trying to merge them together, you know. <laughs> and 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 I think that um, I think this is the only show I can think of that that the 3D would make sense for because again it's a video game and you know yeah. I'm used to seeing these characters in 3D anyway. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> and to be fair, it would would have been a crime if they did bring it back as a cartoon and then do a 3D a CGI version of the show you know and also the cgi in the show looks really top notch as well really professionally done well again it's probably made by the same people who do the cutscenes. well yeah what i mean it is it's made by red um red button entertainment and for those who don't know who red button entertainment are it's a it's, a, it's quite a new studio um very new studio that was founded by someone who used to work at naughty dog and ubisoft and also, I think they had someone from... It, it's basically the whole team's made up from former members of people from Naughty Dog, Ubisoft, and Insomniac. So, think oh, of the franchise. That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, because some of the main people work on this. They worked on Unenchanted, Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, Rayman, um, Rayman Legends, and stuff like that. So, And by watching the trailer, you can definitely tell it had that sort of humor in it and that sort of style and look to it uh you know i'm i'm kind of you know i'm, I'm kind of curious yeah i'm kind of curious i'm still curious about it because i'm because uh, you know i mean i 
wasn't a big fan of the designs, yeah. but I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 trying something different, and I'll give it credit. And you know, it's been like for fucking ever since we got a Sonic cartoon, so you know. And lastly, as well, um, they announced Sony has announced they got a Sonic film in production. <laughs> well, good luck with that, because <laughs> you know uh, you, you guys are doing so well with the Spider-Man franchise oh, right now. <laughs> I'm really worried about it because um, this is basically how my two reactions are going to go. You, um, you know that famous sequence had that guy whistling and he blows his blow the other guy's head head up next to him. <laughs> oh, God. It's either going to be that for me, or it's going to be me. That happens. I'm- I'm already, like, horrified by the fact that they we're getting a live-action Sly Cooper movie, and I've seen the trailer for that, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm worried about the Sonic uh, franchise being held by Sony, because why it's Sony's a good company, per se? No, I think it's kind yeah. of funny that they're the one doing the fucking thing when Sonic has not been an exclusive character console for how long now <laughs> since 2001 yeah you know it's just it's kind of funny like nintendo was like oh you know we got sonic to do like exclusive three games for us and it's like oh no we got him to do a movie and i'm like it really sony because you guys aren't known for handling franchises right about now because a lot of people are still pissed at you for that Spider-Man thing, so, you know. Well, the funny thing is that apparently Spider-Man, um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 has not done as well as Sony want to, so there've been rumours <laughs> going, there've been rumours going around that, um, the rights might revert back to Marvel or Sony's going to do a deal with them sort of thing, but my worrying fact is if, this might be a good positive effect or a bad positive effect. If the Sonic film does well, money-wise, do you think they might ditch the Spider-Man franchise? I doubt it. No. Because you got to think about it, because we live in an age where superheroes are like the thing right yeah. now. And and Sony's not going to be stupid enough to, to like let any rights for Spider-Man go. Yeah, whatever I mean. At least Sony and Disney have a good relationship with one another, you know? Because... <laughs> Big piece sake, we wouldn't be getting the Grim Danfango game if they didn't have a good relationship. And they're, they announced Spider-Man as DLC for Disney Infinity, so there you go. Yeah, so this is what I mean. It's just like there is a good relationship between them. It's just when the whole Sonic thing falls under, I'm going to have to wait until I read the news. And I'm a little bit worried because there's rumors going around it might be live action. Oh God! Because <laughs> we because ta- uh, go back to episode eight, I think it was of this podcast where me and Tom talked about the Sonic live action. The, film. Yeah, <laughs> and we had a bit of a worrying thing back then because we did talk about the concept of what if this was made into an actual production and and a couple literally like a year down the like nearly two years down the line and it's like it is happening now and it's like. If they are gonna do a live action film, because because I think like they 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 because I'm 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 we're at that point where anything from the '90s is getting remade now. I mean, for fuck's sake, they they announced that they're gonna reboot Power Rangers into a live action movie. So I'm like, uh, you know, because <laughs> when I speak to people, said, oh, you know, Sonic is getting their own film. They went, oh yeah, cool, yeah, I remember Sonic. But the weird thing is, Sonic's really popular in the UK. They did a survey back in 2012. In the UK, for the most popular video game character here in London, in England, um, 
Guess who the top three were? Cool. Um, number three was Mario. N- number two was Lara Croft. Sonic was number one. <laughs> so, I think Sonic probably will do, the film will do well, money-wise. I just think it's just going... If it is, well, I think th- I think the only hope Sony has for Amazing Spider-Man two to make its money back is if it, if it sells well on DVD. Yeah. yeah, DVD and Blu-ray sell. Well, if you want that to sell, just just release it with an extended cut or a director's cut. Well, they already announced that they're going to release like a special edition or something. So well, yeah. they're probably going to pull a Man of Steel and like you know that movie didn't make its didn't do as well as Warner Brothers hope, but it did make its money back on DVD. Oh, have you did you see? Um, these are two little pieces of new um, rumors sort of thing. What I heard, uh, one of them is a poster that was made back years and years ago. I think you might have seen it. I think I sent it to you once. Um, it's what if they did a live live action Sonic film? Carnal Reeves as Sonic. <laughs> oh god! Uh, yeah, Vin was it like um, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel Knuckles, Knuckles, and Danny DeVito, Doctor Robotnik, and then there was like two other people as um, Tails and Amy, which is quite funny looking. Um, what was the other one they did? Um, I was told about this by a friend of mine, and it, and he said, "Oh, have you heard the rumor if they're making a live action Sonic film?" I went, "Oh god, why?" I said, "What?" And he went, um, "They're going to be three of them." And I went, yes. And they're going to be um, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckle are going to be the name of bike riders instead. <laughs> and I, when immediately I heard that, I thought, yeah, this is definitely a rumour. But, you know, it gets that take on an evil corporation called, called, the, called the Robotnik, Incorpor- Robotnik Incorporated. <laughs> Paul Walker is Sonic the Hedgehog. Of <laughs> Diesel's... Why? Why can I just see that that being a thing? Because <laughs> it sounds like it could be a thing, but still at the same time, I'm just thinking to myself, no, that 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 can't be real. <laughs> but then, then when I look at, it, oh my god, sweet Jesus, can <laughs> it's fast? Oh, oh, fucking, what was it? Who owns the rights of the Fast and the Furious movies? They Universal. come out and say, yeah, yeah, it's, it, the, the Universal comes out and says, yeah, Fast and the Furious, that's a Sonic prequel. <laughs> oh. Oh no! And you just had what is it, Sam S. in it from Sonic X, <laughs> the Highway Police Patrol thing, driving around in an F1 racing car. The yeah. F Force. Sonic, we gotta save the princess. Or <laughs> some shit. I don't. Princess That's Amy. my horrible Vince. That's my horrible Vin Diesel impression. Hey, we gotta, hey, we gotta save the princess. Her name's Amy. <laughs> That, that's my Vin Diesel. I can't do any better than that. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I can understand why they cast him as Groot, though. Just, you just have to watch The Iron Giant to understand why. Oh, I, I love The Iron Giant. That's the only Vin Diesel movie I like, he, to be quite honest. <laughs> people are shocked when I say that's a Vin Diesel film. Like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> that's always the expression that people normally give me. I went, like, yeah, Vin Diesel's in that film. They say, wait, what? Who, who did he voice? And a lot of people say, oh, did he voice the junkyard guy? I went, no, he's the giant robot. They go, wait, what? <laughs> it's weird. And everything he made uh, was crap after that. <laughs> oh, did you see the fan edit of, of um, Iron Giant? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Someone basically did call the Iron Giant Man of Steel edition. <laughs> and then it's basically when he flies up to, to the rocket, he's a Superman. And it's something like it just stops and it's basically time to reverse and goes back down on Earth and basically turns the giant <laughs> kill robot instead of destroying the city. 
as <laughs> always. <laughs> and I just think, okay, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's perfect. <laughs> just murders everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know, it's just, it's, you know, Sonic live-action movie, I'm kind of worried, because, again, it's Sony, and Sony's not in a very good position right now with the Spider-Man thing, and, you know. Financially, they're not doing well, as well. Oh, yeah. The only thing that's probably (laughs) making them money is the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Well, PlayStation 4 sold really well, so... Yeah, that would mean, that's, that would mean that's, those are their only money makers at the moment, is, is the PlayStation line. Apart from that, everything else is tonking for them. <laughs> no one's buying their electronics, no one's like, subscribing to any of their on-demand crap. It's just no one working. buying any music licensed by Sony, no one's basically going to see any films that are being produced by Sony. No, I mean, the funny thing is, like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 did really well the first week it opened up, but then tanked, like, the next week well, yeah. by, like, a fucking Seth Rogen movie. And second. You know? well, keep, keep in mind, yeah. it got beaten out by Seth Rogen and um, Zac Efron, then also by your favorite film, Godzilla, and then then by X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> just, it just got buried. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, no, no, we're releasing them this week. I mean, it's just sad because, like, it, it was number one for, like, one week, and then it just dropped by... by it, it got beaten by Seth Rogen, for God's sakes. That's just pathetic. I think it got beat down by Godzilla. And more. <laughs> and then X-Men shows up, and it's like, oh, shit. And then X-Men basically <laughs> stole the whole market, grossing over 500 million. That was actually a big shock, because I didn't think that that would do as well as it did, but it's holy not, shit. It's not as bad as people say, as it make it out to be. A lot of people basically say, oh no, the time travel, the timeline doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, when do you speak to these people? Have you watched Doctor Who? Have you, have you watched any films that or TV show that deal with time travel? Oh, I'm not really into that stuff. <laughs> oh. oh God, why do It's... Because every time I, I talk to someone, who's, when I try to get them to watch Doctor Who, I'm just going to say, look, if you're going to watch it, the show's going to contradict itself every fucking story they do. Yeah. I swear to God, this show retcons itself more times than I can imagine. Well, yeah, again, this will happen when you have Moffat as a writer. Head writer, <laughs> that matter. <laughs> Not even that. Even even classic Who, they just retcon shit left and right, and it's just ugh. yeah. There's just like retcon after retcon after retcon. I mean, it's like on 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 a, on a more perf- on a more serious note. If you're going to watch Doctor Who, watch um, the Quick Rest run first, and if you like that, continue watching the modern series. But don't go straight to the classics if you're not used to sci-fi or sci-fi themed shows. Well, with with the classics, just pick one favorite doctor and watch his run, and that's oh, yeah. it. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you want a, a safe bet, like you don't want to go too extreme with the aliens or too out of space. Stick with John Pertwee stuff because that's very Earth-based stuff. And Tom Baker's the best. Oh yeah, Tom Baker. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be you can't be Tom Baker. Because cause Tom's stuff is more horror-based, and if you're not into the horror stuff, then, you know, sucks to be you, then. <laughs> oh, man. It's, 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 it's basically different different tastes for different strokes, you know? Yeah. And if you... I think the one... The the safest bet for you, if you're going to go into the classic stuff, is... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Dave, Davison's run? That's that's the one that plays it safe. Davison. Out of all of them. 
I think. Are you talking about the showrunner or are you talking about the Doctors? Yeah, f- Fifth Doctor. I think that his run is the safest style of all of the classic ones. Oh, yeah, David Leah. I know who you're talking about. The, 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 for those who don't know who we're talking about, is the guy that looked like a cricket player that has a stick of celery on his coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's the safest one if you want to watch any of the classic episodes because his episodes aren't that complicated and they're really short compared to the yeah to the other stuff. Just don't jump into straight to Colin Baker, the doctor that came after the six doc the six doctors one is really fucking confusing and for everyone wondering why the showrunner that at the time went completely barking mad oh fuck that guy yeah. fucking hate him there you go that mean, he hates him more than, than um, Stephen Moffat so that says something within itself no because uh, I look well fuck it I'm sorry we're going off the rails with Doctor Who but let me just say this um, <laughs> Colin Baker very underrated I think he would have gotten better over time had he not gotten fired there yeah, yeah. Look, he had a lot of disputes with the show. It's like even in stuff when when they talk to him about the making Doctor Who stuff like that, he basically sums up Doctor Who like this: when he saw Cricket's excellent, that's the costume he wanted. But then they came out with the costume that he didn't want it, which was Joseph magical rainbow coat. No, I like it because it because it made him stand out from the other ones. He hates. If you speak to him, he hates it. He fucking hates it. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Seriously, it's like for anyone wondering about it, they even take the piss out of it when they did the uh, what's it, five-ish doctors special. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, even even what's his name, McCoy had that uh, umbrella, which was weird looking. <laughs> oh, you mean the hoo hoo umbrella? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, I stole this from the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who the guy who played Riddler in the 1960s? Uh, Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin's going to be pissed at him. <laughs> uh, God. Doctor Who. And, and if you want a more serious doctor, go watch... Uh, what was this? Well, I wouldn't say serious, but I think towards the end of the towards the end of his run, he got a little bit more serious with Sylvester McCoy's run. Yeah, because when they first brought him in, they didn't know what to do with him, but Sylvester McCoy's run got very dark towards the end. Oh, it was huge. <laughs> but there's, there's, the Dalek episode, Jesus Christ, that was a downer ending. <laughs> if you want to watch a Rudy, um, if you want to watch a silly one of his, just avoid the one when he basically ends up on a space bus, basically a tall bus going through space. Oh, Faulty Towers, I think it was. Oh, no, Paradise Towers. Yeah, the worst. and um, <laughs> they filmed a whole entire episode at a Pontins. <laughs> For those that don't know what a Ponton is, imagine a holiday home sort of place, but set in England. It's not. They're, 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 I've been to Pontons before. They're not great. They're very, very cheap. <laughs> the best way to put it. I, although I will say the survival was a great episode. That oh was a, God, that like was a great, great, great one to end the series. And it was a Mark classic as series. Well. If we fight like animals, we'll die like animals. Great fucking acting there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Who. This is what happened. No, but but uh, yeah. Anyway, back to X Men. I think to me, like, (laughs) see, this is what happens when you don't have topics. When we just like ramble on about shit. Yeah. Whatever, man. No, I think to me, like after the Wolverine, I'm kind of like, yeah, this series needs a reboot because this is not very good. <laughs> I recently watched the Wolverine film again recently, and I do, I did enjoy the film. 
But say the problem is was um, with Days of Future Past is that their character motivations are very mishandled. Like they dare to serve their purpose, but then it's like some stuff that you can nitpick, saying that basically saying that oh, why didn't Quicksilver go with them? And you can easily easily fix that by him saying oh, it's saying oh, I can't, man, I'm going to stay with my mum. And they don't bother to, bother to say stuff like that, you know. Uh, I think t- to me, I think they they kind of confu- they kind of fucking fucked up the franchise with X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, that's what I mean. It's the reason why they needed a retcon everything. <laughs> this one, this is what I speak to people. Say, oh no, no, these series of events happen. These series of events. I'm like, yeah, they have, but they're not actually how they play out originally. He said, what do you mean? Went, well, because they're in a completely different timeline structure. So indicating that basically these series of events are not going to happen in these series of ways. So what you're looking at is basically as as they explain in Back to the Future Two with the ultimate timeline. Basically that timeline still happened, but basically now it's there in a different timeline by changing the timelines. <laughs> so it's it's just like the explanation of hey you know what if you guys are pissed about the new Star Trek don't worry your your stuff still exists it's just a different timeline yeah that's it you know I mean a lot of people get pissed off about the new Star Trek and I'm like well it's a different timeline it's oh, not fuck. they didn't like they didn't like they didn't erase the classic Star Trek it's just a different timeline assholes that's it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I don't really give a fuck about Star Trek. I think I've said this multiple times, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm not a huge... I don't... I'm not a huge fan of it. I just don't... Personally, I don't, I don't like Star Trek. If people like it, great, but, you know, me personally... Well, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, but I'm just like, when it, when it comes to people complaining about shit like that, I'm like, well, you know, you got to understand, like, you know... Different timeline, you know? <laughs> That's what I mean. I only watched the second... And they, yeah. and they explained it in the fucking movie. So, I mean, if Star Trek can do it, why can't fucking X-Men do it, well, you know? What I, mean. I saw the second... That's what I mean. I, I didn't watch the first Star Trek film that was done by J.J. Ambrose. I only saw the second one first. I, I, no, no, I only saw the second one was because of um, Sherlock Holmes being in it. Um, what's his name? Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's the only reason why I went to see that film. <laughs> and also Noel Clarke. Apart from that, nope, was was had no other interest in any of the other actors or it because. Oh, you didn't care about Peter Weller. He was great in it. Oh, dread. Is that dread? <laughs> Is it, he played. No, P- Peter Weller, dude, the original RoboCop. He was in it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who did he play? <laughs> the the admiral guy that uh, that talks to Kirk and and they. Oh, he got killed. They hijack they hijack his ship. Sorry, I just. I honestly do not recognize him without RoboCop armor on. He got because he got old. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now you mentioned another actor which I liked in it as well. I'm trying to remember his name. Fuck. Um. I cannot remember. Huh. Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg was good, and also um, the guy who played Doctor played Bones. I think his name was Doctor McCoy. Uh, Carl Urban. Doom. Yeah, Judge Dread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just can't can don't know the actors' names, but I know them from the movies they've been in. <laughs> Judge Dread, come on. Uh, still waiting for that Dread sequel. You know, okay, here's a random fact about Dread. You want you want to hear it? What? The ending of Metal Gear Solid Four is the same length as the Dread film. 
<laughs> I am not shitting you on that. That is a true fact. <laughs> By the time you watch the end of the Metal Gear Solid cutscene, you have already watched the film length of Dread. Because, <laughs> uh, you know... If you want to talk about like underrated comic book movies, I think Dread was like one of the most underrated movies of of that year. Oh yeah, I think. Oh yeah, it was. It was the most underrated film of that year because it came out during you know Avengers, Avengers, and Dark Knight Rises, and I'm kind of like, ah, well, you know, you got lost in the shuffle, and they they should have pushed I, it back. They really should have pushed it back for around about Christmas time. Yeah, I know. Well, Chris Stein would have been worse. <laughs> now, thinking about it. Is that, hey, kid, but, but it, it I, I, I like it because it just goes to show that you can make a kick-ass movie with a low budget. Oh yeah, definitely. you know. Yeah, but I mean, because <laughs> a lot of people compared the film to um, the Raid. The thing you got to remember that both films were in production at the same time. It just Drake came out later because they had to do all the special effects for it. And at least Dread wasn't fucking three hours long. <laughs> I haven't seen the Raid. Raid, Raid, really three hours long. I don't. Uh, Raid two, I think, is like two or two and a half hours long, and I'm like, fuck that. Well, I mean, I just got well. Uh, yesterday, I went to see um, Twenty Two Jump Street, and that was quite funny. Oh, uh, that was funny. Uh, you know, again, I like the first one. Probably gonna go see the second one sometime. Yeah, this or something. No, seriously, go and see it. It's like the most meta film you're ever gonna watch. <laughs> no, seriously, they reference themselves constantly, and also taking the piss out of themselves. Because <laughs> I'll admit it, I hate to say it, but those fucking movies made me like Channing Tatum. Channing, Channing, they, they <laughs> take the piss out of Channing Tatum's films in it as well. They say, oh, why can't we make a sequel? You, 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 they say, oh man, that's a lame-ass gig. So we're actually going to college now? He said, yes, you are. And he said, why can't I do something? I don't know, like, we're going to defend the president at the White House or something like that. He said, that's a dumb <laughs> idea. Don't even dare open your mouth again. Sorry. <laughs> no, seriously, that's another scene go. Take the piss out of the previous films he'd been in. And then the fate, um, there's not really much of a spoiler, but at the end of it, the closing credits, it basically, what if scenarios of sequelitis sort of thing, they keep making these films. <laughs> and, uh, no, and also, one thing that really surprised me, Ice Cube can fucking act. He's funny as hell in this film. <laughs> well, it was, it was funny in the first yeah. one. Because they, has a lot more cause they're like, because cause, um, he was... He was like legit, and they say this in the first one. He was the angry black chief, and he said he refers to himself as the angry black, black chief. chief. <laughs> it, gets, it gets really, really funny with him. He has a lot more to do in this film, but there's a really funny sequence with him and Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum when when they go when they go to his office, and it's like one of the best. It's one of the best scenes in the whole entire film. I gotta say. Oh well. Yeah. I'll check it out then when I have the time. Yep, so that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. There's really not not much else to talk about because uh, you know, just uh, we got all the stuff we wanted to talk about at the way, and I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, pretty much. It is a good episode, <laughs> just under an hour long. So you know, yeah, um, yeah. So again, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you all later. Bye. Bye.